Hi guys, um, welcome back to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. It's been several months since we've done a podcast, and I apologize for that. And the thing that got me to put this, plug this mic back into my computer and record another episode is a really sad occurrence, a really tragic occurrence. Because nine people died in a helicopter crash in Calabasas, California yesterday. And those people included Ara Zabayan, Peyton Chester, Sarah Chester, Christina Mauser, Carrie Altabelli, John Altabelli, Alyssa Altabelli, and Kobe Bryant and his daughter, 13-year-old daughter, Gianna Bryant. Uh... I didn't know what I was going to say on this pod. I I wrote a couple things down, but I really felt compelled to express how numb. And I think I, when I was, I found out yesterday when I was in the middle of coaching basketball. I was on a basketball court teaching kids, little kids, like little five year old kids, how to dribble <laughs> when. The coach I was coaching with, Derek, told me the news. He said, AJ, Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. And saying the words now, it still doesn't doesn't feel real. I got texts from friends. I texted friends, groups of friends, all saying the same thing, that it just didn't feel real. Uh, part of that because Kobe seemed like a fairly indestructible guy and partially because... I always pictured him as someone who was going to do what Bill Russell did and be an ambassador for the NBA into his golden years, into his twilight, and I, that he was going to live in well into his 80s and 90s. I just thought he was going to be an NBA lifer and he was going to be around and around the Lakers. Uh, he The first NBA Finals, I turned 27 a couple weeks ago. The first NBA Finals that I ever watched was between the Lakers and the Pacers in 2000. I was seven, and Shaq and Kobe were the first NBA players I remember. They're my that my first memory of the NBA is them, and I I think I had one point I had a Kobe bobblehead that came with something whether whether it was a game or cereal I forget I had a Kobe Bryant bobblehead in my room. Uh, I think I went through a bobblehead phase, but Kobe's was my favorite because of his afro and because he actually. Kobe has a very memorable face for a lot of reasons. He's got really sharp features. He's got incredibly sharp cheekbones. I think I just remember that as a kid, uh, uh, especially in his bobblehead. I'm 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 rambling already. Uh, it's tragic that people that that nine people died in a helicopter crash, and and, and obviously, my heart and millions of people's hearts go out to all of the friends and family to those who passed away yesterday. Kobe, I think, was one of the most famous people in the world for the duration of the 21st century, really, for these past 20 years. And he's one of the, globally, one of the most three or four most famous basketball players ever, along with Michael Jordan and LeBron, I think. And I think... He's going to be missed for 
a couple of core reasons. But the first thing that came to mind, the first thing, the thing I think people admire the most about Kobe, who was not a perfect person, obviously, because none of us are. And maybe at the at the tail end we'll we'll say something because something should be said about his flaws. But he was just his work ethic was unparalleled and is the stuff of legend. And he was on his grind and worked tirelessly to be the best version of himself as a basketball player. And eventually, as he had grew a family with his wife, Vanessa, and their daughters, he, you know, the the, the really hard exterior shell that he had kind of fell away and started to started to, to to fall away and he became a softer, warmer presence as time went on, which is without losing his work ethic. And for people all over the world and all over the country and especially in LA, anybody who's on their grind trying to strive to be the best version of themselves, they can identify that grind in Kobe. That's what people are going to remember about Kobe is how hard he worked. And there's there's something incredibly relatable about just working hard at your craft. He played for the Los Angeles Lakers for 20 years. He's the only guard in NBA history to play 20 years. He's fourth on the all-time scoring list. LeBron just passed him. Kobe's last tweet was congratulating and appreciating LeBron and his greatness on passing him. He, as a basketball player, is incredibly memorable because of his shot making. Because he took the hardest shots and made them. And I, in particular, got to see him live a handful of times. And in 2010, he made a game winner in Ray Allen's face uh, against the Celtics to beat them 90-89, to I think. That's off the top of my head. And everybody in the building knew he was going to take the shot. (laughs) That's one of the funny things about when you get to that final level of stardom in a sport is everybody knows you're going to do something and then you just have to do it anyway. And he did. And everybody in Boston, I God, myself included, we, I loved to hate and seethe at Kobe. I am going to miss it. I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss hating him. And I, I should say sports hate, you know, not real hate, sports hate. I'm going to miss arguing about him with other people, about his ups and downs as a player, and the fact that he never shot a great percentage from three, and he won. He shouldn't have won the 2010 Finals MVP because it should have been Gasol, and all that, all that, those, those things kind of fall away when you're talking about him in the past tense, which is still hard to do right now. He won five titles. In 2000, 2001, 2002, 2009, and 2010, and he played his entire career for the Lakers. Even though there were there were some there was there was rough patches. There was a trade demand. There was him switching numbers. He played ten years in number eight and ten years in number twenty four. And it seems like there's there's a chance the NBA may retire number twenty four league wide. There were there was. 
the idea that maybe Kobe could become the new logo, which is not not a terrible idea, even though I love Jerry West as the logo. There was an idea from Chris Mannix, who said that for the All-Star game in Chicago in a couple weeks, that one team could wear number 8 and one team could wear number 24, which is, I think, an excellent idea. Last night, the NBA players, a lot of whom or pretty much all of whom had some relationship to Kobe, whether it was as a friend, a hero, an idol, they all took, each took 24-second or 8-second violations uh, at the beginning of the game just to give themselves and the fans a chance to celebrate Kobe in each individual stadium. And I'm not sure how any of them played a basketball game last night. I, I had a hard time even watching. And... His daughter Gianna was. Look, there's there's footage of them working on her game, and by all accounts, she was a really really good young basketball player, and wanted to be a star basketball player. And there's a viral clip from a month or two ago of Kobe and Gianna sitting courtside and him explaining something to her, and them just a very genuine father daughter moment. I. I'm thankful that Kobe clearly loved being a dad to his daughters. I think that's a very another way that he endeared himself in in the last handful of years, especially after he retired. His his last game, he scored 60 points against the Utah Jazz and in in typical fashion, he was sort of a just just chucking shots. He did 60, 60 points on 50 shots, but he hit his last five, and they won the game, and he let a comeback in the end. It was – I remember watching that live. I remember him playing – I was really happy that the Celtics and Lakers played each other twice in the finals. I know I didn't know if that was going to happen. It almost happened in 2002. Uh, the Celtics couldn't quite beat the Nets, but I – for the first 15 years of my life, I'd only heard about the Celtics and Lakers as a rivalry of decades past with Magic and Larry. And then the Celtics and Lakers played each other in the finals. And everybody in Boston loved to hate Kobe. And we still just were scared of him and respected him. And he said, he said after his last game in the Garden that after he got a great standing O from the crowd in the beginning and before the game. But then as soon as he touched the ball, once the game started that he got booed, he said he felt like he was home. And that's one of the cooler things about sports is rivalries with respect. Um, I feel compelled to say that Kobe is uh, that, that I'm going I'm going to miss having him around and that there's a place there's a space to to consider uh what he was accused of in 2003 in Colorado that he was accused of assaulting a 19-year-old woman and that that case was dropped and there was a civil suit was settled uh and that happened and that should be acknowledged and I, I, there's a, there's there's a space to acknowledge survivors as well as 
acknowledge the lo- the monumental loss of Kobe, and I think that's what hopefully that's what people are making sp- make space for both of those things. There's no reason that the both those things can't exist, and that's that's as Forrest Gump would say. That's all I have to say about that. I loved watching him play basketball because he was fearless and because he was terrifying and because he really just cared to a sociopathic degree at to whether his team won or not and it's great to see people care that's an, an seeing someone care seeing someone work hard seeing someone become a dad and he just had so many so much more to give obviously his daughter had her whole life ahead of her and we everybody i know just our hearts totally break for the bryant family and the like we said the families and friends of everybody who lost their lives in the helicopter crash but i'm 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 not going to go on any longer because 13 minutes of me solo rambling about kobe is not I am going to miss him. I don't know life without him. I don't know basketball life without him. Whether he was playing or retired or just being around the game, it's he became a one-name guy, Kobe. And every time I toss away a crumpled up anything into a garbage can, I'm still going to say, Kobe, Kobe! And... <laughs> When the Celtics play their next game in the Garden, um, I'm not sure when that is. They play the Heat on the road. I, I want to try and be in the building because I'm sure they're going to do some sort of tribute. The Lakers play the Clippers tomorrow night. I'm sure there's going to be a massive thing there, probably at the All Star Game. His Hall of Fame. He was going to get induct. He's going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame, and he's the same class as t- Tim Duncan and Kevin Garnett, and it just. Mm. I wish I, I I'm I'm sad that we're not going to get to see him get celebrated like that. At least that he won't be there to see himself get celebrated like that because he deserved it. He's one of the ten or twelve best players ever, and everybody who played against him respected the hell out of him. And I I can't believe he's gone. So. That'll do it. I, I want to come back and do more pods uh, on cheerier subjects. Um, it, it's just been a really emotional day and 24 hours for, for people. So for people who are uh, – J.J. Williams, who incidentally was the really one of the first college basketball players I ever watched at Duke um, the same year. To either the 2001 Duke team, but that t- season started in 2000. Uh, he said, emotionally, on air, after Kobe died, he said, if you've got petty grievances with acquaintances or friends and just just people you care about, just try and let that let all that go because that shit doesn't matter. And it's true. And it this always happens when tragedy occurs but especially someone who's been present in all our lives the the way kobe has been present in tens of millions of people's lives that if you've got small grudges for people that you ultimately care about that you should talk to that person give them a hug um cuz you just you just never know and 
I'm 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 grateful. I went home and gave my parents a big hug after I was done coaching. So thank you for listening to Fighting Fire with Fire the AJ Road Show. Uh I'm just while I can still hold it together, uh hopefully we'll do a lot of pods this year. Uh I love you guys. Shout out to everybody who has listened and everybody who will listen and uh rest in peace to to everybody, uh all not all nine people and the pilot of that helicopter and to Kobe and Gianna. And I will talk to you guys next time. Cheers.